Hey, before we start this episode, we have a couple quick announcements. We're trying to get on iTunes' new and notable page. We think the best way to do that is to get as many of you, our listeners, to rate and review the podcast as we possibly can. Our goal is 60 ratings and 25 reviews by the end of April. And to help us reach that goal, we thought we'd sweeten the pot by offering you free stuff. At the end of April, we will hold a raffle where we pull five reviewer IDs out of a bowl and send them some dope school just swag. For further raffle details and how to participate, visit us at our brand new website, schooledyapod.com slash swag. We're running out of space on SoundCloud, so we built a website to host our archive pods and to provide you with more ways to interact with us. That website, again, is schooljapod.com. And for the raffle details, go to schooljapod.com backslash swag. And now for the show. Hello again, this is Chad. And I'm Clint, and welcome to another recess episode of Schoolja. Clint, what was your favorite game to play at recess in elementary school? Tag. Hands down, I loved tag. Every variety. Freeze tag, line tag, cartoon tag, team tag, didn't matter. If it was tag, I was all in. How about you? I would have to say my favorite was probably touch football on the playground, but I will say that we spent a lot of time looking for Mrs. Mason, the playground supervisor, and man, if she wasn't looking, we turned that touch football into tackle real quick. Well, I loved recess more than any other part of elementary school. And that's why we call these mini-episodes recesses. We want them to be a fun break in your week. Yep. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about... I want to say it. All right, go for it. Field trips. Yay! We both have great memories of field trips, both as students and as teachers. And we want to share a couple of those stories with you. All right, I think I'm going to go first here. Okay, go for it. The first thing I think of when I think of my childhood field trips is my mom would always put a ding-dong or a hostess cupcake in my lunch only when we had field trips. If you ask me about childhood field trips, that's the first thing I think of, which is kind of funny because my mom always made really good desserts, and I probably always got like a cookie or a brownie that was homemade in my lunches every day, but for some reason I was so excited about the ding-dong. Yeah, you seem like the ding-dong type. Thanks, man. (laughs) So when we were talking about doing a show on field trips, the one that really stands out to me, so when I was was in, uh, it was either my junior or senior year of high school, we took a trip to Reed College. Are you familiar with Reed at all? I know a few things about Reed, but I've never been to the campus. Okay, so Reed College is a pretty small liberal arts school, and the reason we went was they have a reactor, like a nuclear reactor that they use for research and wow it's apparently according to reed's website the only liberal arts school in the world that has a reactor so it's kind of a big deal that is cool yeah so we went as a high school advanced chemistry class mr mitchell our uh, high school chemistry teacher took us and i honestly don't really remember a whole lot about the reactor i remember going down to some basement or some weird dungeon and there's like this weird blue glowing thing in a big thing of water and I don't remember much about what it did or what they taught us. But the thing that really stands out to me is, um, are you familiar with kind of the reputation of Reed College at all? It's thought of as a pretty big hippie school with a lot of drug use. Well, I don't know so much about the drug use. That could be. But, I mean, I don't know if that's a whole lot different than other colleges. That's true. But, yeah, Reed is definitely, I think, considered to be a pretty uh, liberal hippie type of school. I was actually, as as I was researching for this, I 
found a site that kind of had reviews from students, and I found this quote. The typical Reedy is very eccentric. If you didn't fit in during high school, it's very possible you'll fit in at Reed. Nice. Yeah, so if that kid kind of gives you an idea, there's some different kids yeah. there. But the thing that really stood out to me is we ate at their dining hall, which was a pretty cool experience. I mean, I think part of this whole thing wasn't just to see the nuclear reactor, but it was also to kind of get a college experience and get a walk around a campus and things that you do with juniors and seniors in high school so they can start thinking about college a little bit more. And Reed College is well-known. And when I say well-known, they are nationally known for having a group of students called the Scrounge. And the Scrounge is has been around, I believe, since like the 60s. And it's kind of just like this tradition that has continued on. And it's a group of students who stand next to the garbage cans in the dining hall. Uh-huh. And uh, they take your food and eat it. Okay. Yeah. And no one had told us about this and no one had warned this, us about this. And so I thought it was really cool. We could eat food. I remember having a bowl of pudding mm. and uh, I was so excited to be eating my bowl of pudding, but I didn't finish it all. And so as I'm going to the garbage can to throw my stuff away, I have a student come up and say, are you going to finish that? My first thought was, wow, this guy's really nice. I didn't realize like, you know, they, they bust your tables here and they take, <laughs> your, they take your dirty dishes. And so this fella who I might say, I, I still remember was very smelly. Mm-hmm. Um, took my bowl and grabbed the same spoon that was uh, in the bowl of pudding and just took it back to his table and on his way there, started eating it. That was kind of my first exposure to anything college-based. Boy, I thought all colleges had weird people that stood at garbage cans and took your food, but apparently not, just Reed. If you are interested to find out more about this, if you Google uh, Reed Scrounge, you find all kinds of things. There's been articles about them in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and they even had trading cards in the 80s about some of the famous scrounges that uh, stood around garbage cans and and, and ate your food. I kind of think that that experience may have set you up for one of our previous episodes episodes when you preferred eating garbage off the floor than going to a a tech meeting. So it it made a lasting impression on you. It did. I learned a lot from the scrounge. So what do you got? I'm going to talk about my fifth grade field trip to Bend, Oregon. And if you don't know anything about Bend, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Awesome. So it was fifth grade field trip and my dad was a fifth grade teacher. And so I had heard about this field trip my whole life, and I was super excited to go and do all of these things. However, the, our fifth grade was big enough. There were four or five fifth grade teachers, and they split it up, and I did not go on the trip with my dad. Oh, bummer. It was good in one way in that I could kind of do what I wanted, and my dad wasn't going to be there watching over me. Sure. But bad because most of my friends were in my dad's class. The other thing was that my grandparents lived in Central Oregon, which is where Bend is, so I had done a lot of the activities that we were going to do already. If you are going to go plan a field trip of some kind, you tend to go and do it. And sometimes you do it with your family first. So that way you kind of get the feel of it. And so we had done a lot of these things as a family before. But I thought that would be kind of cool because I could be like a secondary tour guide and I was going to know all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. One of the places that we went was a place called the Newberry Crater. And we went into this museum and interpretive center. And one of the things that I was really intrigued by was there was a stuffed owl. They didn't have this owl before. And it looked really cool. And so a bunch of kids and I were kind of crowded around it. It was about, I don't know, three feet above us, so we weren't able to touch it or anything, but it looked really neat. Then it did the thing that owls do, which is spin its head around and then stared at us. What? Yeah, it wasn't stuffed at all. It was alive. (laughs) And so we weren't expecting that. It made us scream, which probably wasn't good for the owl. Another thing that I remember is going to just lava tubes, or as my entire family calls it, lava tubes, which I'm not (laughs) sure why. These are these giant caves Uh that were formed 
by underground liquid hot magma rivers. And so we got to go crawl around and explore those. And it was it was really fun. And they but they got narrower and narrower as you went. And so we were going along and one of the activities that I remember doing was turning off our flashlights. Oh wow. Like everybody turned off their flashlights and we got to experience total darkness, which I think I have done in every cave I've ever been in in my life. And then there was another adventurous group of kids that were kind of the kids I was hanging out with that crawled to the end of the cave, which is where it got too small to go any mm-hmm. further. I chickened out, but in my defense, it was really scary. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want to go in there anymore. It also smelled like pee. Well, you get that far back, and if you have to go, you just probably go. I guess so. I don't know if somebody went back there and peed or what happened. I don't think anybody on our trip did, but it definitely didn't smell good. Right. And it was scary and small, and I didn't like it, and I thought that I was going to get trapped. So I, I, I got out. We were supposed to go and sleep in these teepees, and we didn't for some reason. And we ended up having to sleep in another school's gymnasium. Mm. And I remember it being really, I don't know if exciting is the right word, but we slept in the same room as a bunch of girls. That's a big deal. For some reason, that was just like the craziest experience. Right. And then we also went to a lake. We stopped there and we spent a couple hours and we had lunch and we were going to get hot dogs and I was super excited. I went walking by where all of the adults were cooking the hot dogs and I noticed that they they weren't grilling them like I thought they were going to. And then I realized that they were boiling the hot dogs. Dogs. Gross. Yeah, I was disappointed because boiled hot dogs are not as good as grilled hot dogs. You know what seems almost blasphemous to me is that you guys are at a lake. You cook those things over an open flame. But I understand if I had to cook 150 hot dogs for a bunch of grubby fifth graders, I would boil them just to get it over with. Yeah, that's a good point. But years later, uh, I was talking to my dad about that field trip, and he was like, oh, yeah, you were on the one with the huge wreck. And apparently there was this horrible, like, 20-car pileup on the highway, and that might be why we ended up sleeping at the school, but I'm just super impressed uh, with my teachers for making it a really fun and awesome experience anyway, one that as a kid, I had no idea that things were off schedule. They didn't act crazy. We just went and did stuff. Right. Thank you, Mr. Clark. Thank you, Mr. Lufkin, for making a really great fifth grade field trip to Bend. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, hey, that's a wrap for this recess episode. Tell us about your favorite childhood field trip at Facebook or Twitter at SchoolJapod or at our new website, SchoolJapod.com. We'll be back in your feed Monday, breaking down some of the different teacher stereotypes we've seen in our careers. Thanks again to my wife, Nikki, for her groovy intro and outro music, and Corey Logan for the great cover art. If you like what we do, please consider giving us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps other people find the show, and who knows, you might win our raffle for free Schooldia swag. Raffle details found at schooldiapod.com swag. Thanks for listening. See you next week.